Welcome, welcome, Millies, back to another episode of the Millie Walk Talk podcast, a podcast for Christian millennials. This is a space created by a Christian millennial for Christian millennials, where we will bring about guidance, healing, and purpose via transparent and authentic conversations. The goal here, one, is to keep Jesus cool, and two, help millennials navigate through this hard life following Jesus in a world where it is not popular. So today, we have two special guests, my sister, Ashley, and my good, good friend, Allison. So everybody say hey, give them a round of applause for joining us today. So today's episode is really just reflections. We want to sit and talk about how God has really moved in our life in this in this past year, previous years, and really just to give y'all insight on what we have to come for 2020 and what we feel like God is moving us towards in the new year. So Ashley, Allison, y'all want to say hi? Hey. Hello. Y'all want to give the details about yourself? Just quick, 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 real short. Quick. Okay. I'm Armani's twin. Um, I'm a preschool teacher and that's it. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I do. How old are you? What church you go to? You don't have to I'm say how old I'm 23. I go to Zion Church. What else would you like to know? I mean, just give us, give the millennials a little bit more information eh, so they could relate to you a little bit better. I mean, I mean, okay. So other than teaching, uh, I do my own nails. I do hair. I do makeup. I like to paint. Um, I like craftsy, artsy stuff. So hit her up, y'all, for yeah. nails, wigs, all that other stuff. DM her. Allison. I wasn't prepared to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Allison. I go to Zion. Um, I work for a nonprofit, a, a public charter school, um, full time. I do real estate part time. Um, I am a native Washingtonian. I love shopping, um, hair, yes. makeup. I don't know how to do makeup, but I love playing in makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I'm a summer baby, so I love all things outdoors in the summertime. Oh, y'all. And Allison did say, but she is the guru, okay? <laughs> Allison is an lo- admin logistical guru. She, Y'all, Allison is that girl. So if y'all need help, I'm volunteering her. But if y'all need help, <laughs> hit up, Allison, okay? Okay, y'all. So we're going to get into our Millie moment for the week. And if you do not know, a Millie moment is just the moment that you feel like you were very present a moment that you had in the last week, week or two, that um you were really just going against the grain and really following what God told you to do again along along the lines of obedience. So when y'all want to start, y'all want me to start. Um, I can start. I think um this past week and just this whole month of December. So um I moved out in April on my own and finding finances once I've done so was kind of difficult, but I've managed to get away to find extra finances. And I am constantly telling myself to be obedient in the sense that I'm not going to question God where and how I'm going to get the money to pay my rent at the first of the month, every month. And I had to have a, like a deep talk with one of our sisters and had to come back to myself like, you trusted him for the past eight months. You got to trust him. It's the end of the year. There's no reason he's going to get you through the entire year and bring you to January and be like, you're going to be homeless. So it was a real obedient moment to stop getting out of my head, stop uh, listening to the voices and the thoughts that were not of God and that were of the devil, and to basically be like, okay, at the end of the day, if you meet God, where he, he, God will meet you where you're doing. So if you're going to keep working, you know it might not be a good day. You might be on a slow, um, doing this extra money. But if you're doing it, you keep doing it, God will make a way to meet whatever gap there is between what I need and where I was at. Yeah. That's Facts. Nice. like that. 
Allison, you want to go or you want me to go? I can go. <laughs> um, I had a situation where um, it was almost like an I, I told you so situation that presented itself to me where I could have been like, I told you so, which is my usual like, ha, I told you so. <laughs> but I chose not to take that route with the person. Um, when they shared with me how the situation unfolded, um, I paused because I was getting ready to say, see, but as opposed to saying, see, I was just like, you know what? Something bigger and better is coming. And typically, um, this person, we have a contentious, like, I know how to push their buttons. They know how to push my buttons. And I chose not to push buttons. And when I, when I, um, was more sensitive to the situation. She actually received it way better than I thought. And just kind of like, it was, it was a good moment. And it also taught me something like, I don't always have to go there because I know that you know that I told you this anyway, <laughs> without me having to say it. But it also was an opportunity for me to build a bridge as opposed to um, doing my usual of making sure you know that I was right, um, which isn't what I should do, but me listening to him. And I think she she needed that at that moment. Respect, respect. So my Millie moment, uh, some of y'all know, some of y'all don't know. I lead an adult small group. And while the journey is fulfilling, it's also very frustrating dealing with 10 adults that we all just have different lives. Like we have a lot going on. We are on the same journey to continue to follow Christ, but things get tricky for me as the leader when I have to deal with all these different personalities. And y'all probably don't know this, but deep down, I'm an introvert. Like I do not like dealing with people for real. So dealing with so many personalities is always frustrating for me. But this week, like, or I'll say probably two weeks ago, I was over like small group activities. We are on sabbatical for the end of the year and just really to get everybody geared up for next year. And they just... I don't know, like they've been frustrating me a little bit unconsciously. And I had kind of decided that I was going to cancel our Christmas party because I was just like, no, like I don't feel like dealing with these people. They are not going to ruin my Christmas spirit. Like it's just it was it was just given like, no, we're not doing that. And I literally had to talk. Well, actually, I don't even think I really seeped God's like face and his like his thoughts on canceling were. But it was like I was. I don't know if God speaks to your dreams, but I, I had a dream of like the Christmas party just going like way better than I expected. And I always, you know, associate my dreams to be from God. And I was just like, okay, Armani, like, even though you're frustrated, you don't know. Like, I mean, I do know what they're going through. Cause of course we share stuff. We share personal information, but I don't, I'm sure that they're not telling me everything. And, um, one my my small group y'all they late they always late like they always run in late or they don't come or whatever and I was just like why am I about to sit out and have set out time to have a Christmas party and I know people aren't going to come or they're going to be super super late and God was telling me like Armani like that ain't that shouldn't be your focus like y'all are going to go people are going to need this time to like just decompress and get away from everyday life have fun and all of the other antics really shouldn't matter and I'm glad that I was obedient because if y'all asked my best friend, I was like, oh, yeah, we canceling that Christmas party, y'all. Like, we ain't having it. And I decided, like, just go. And it was really, really good. Like, we ended up talking. We had planned to do only do the Christmas party for probably, like, two hours. We were there for, like, five, six hours. And we just really had good conversation. And once the night was over, everybody got home. They all, like, text our 
small group group chat, like, I'm so happy, happy we did this. Like, I really needed this. Da, 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 da. And in that moment, like, y'all, I'm a crybaby. So I was like, I really was like in my car driving home, like, thank you, God. Because if I would have just canceled on my own personal uh, feelings, it wouldn't have happened. And I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, it, the, the opportunity for that space for, for people to release and like feel better wouldn't have been there. So I'm just really happy that I was obedient and not canceling. <laughs> So yes, that, those are our Millie moments. And I hope that our our willingness to be obedient to, this, to the Holy Spirit and to the presence of God encourages you to be obedient in situations that you're facing. And um, as always, you can hit the DM if you need questions, you need a, you have questions, you need advice on anything in, you know, in regards to going against the grain and actually being obedient to the Holy Spirit. So next, we're going to move into our reflection. So like I already told y'all, this episode is really just going to give y'all insight on what God's been really, how he's been working in our lives and hopefully encourage y'all to to just stay on the track. Like I said, I know this Christian life gets hard, especially in a world where it's just, it's not the norm. Like we're, we're really doing things that people aren't doing. We're living a way that most people are not even considering living and we know it's hard. So I hope that our obedience and our passion to continue to follow God God and his word just encourages y'all and y'all can move into 2020 with some new insight and some new hope and some new courage. So we're actually going to go through some questions and we're all going to answer them and hopefully some good conversation will come about that will inspire you guys. So our first question is, in what ways, big or small, have I grown? Hmm. Um, okay. I will definitely say in 2019, I have grown in my ability to not allow what other people do to affect how I react. So I think that although I tend to try to be as calm as possible, I allow people to irritate me very easily. Mm -hmm. And in 2019, I was trying to be very, very intentional about not saying being unbothered, but essentially being unbothered by not allowing what happened to control me. And in the moment that it did, being like, God, hold up, catch me right quick and say a little prayer and be like, all right, I'm good. Because I would literally be upset. And then when I get upset, I feel like my body temperature get warm. I get irritated. Anything anyone does is liable to set me off. And I made a very intentional decision this year that, I wanted the person that I was known to be to not be that type of person. I didn't want to be known to turn up. I didn't want to be known to go off. So I was like, if I don't want to be known as that person, what am I reflecting? What am I doing to make me see that I can't react in those ways? So even if it means I got to hang the phone up, I got to walk away, I got to just be quiet. I make myself very intentional about doing those things because the opposite it's very loud, very vibrant, but bound to say anything. So I had to be very like, oh, mm, mm, mm. you know what? It's cool. I got to walk away. We not engaging. We're not going to keep talking. I'm not, I have to move because if I continue this conversation, I'm going to go to a place that I don't want to be. So I think that's probably one of my small but big steps personality wise that God has really like helped me with moving in 2019. Cool. I have a question. Yeah. Are you, uh, well, we know you're working on it, but are you a react, <laughs> like, because if y'all didn't know, well, she already said it, me and Ashley are twins, and I think our personalities are so different. I'm mm-hmm. a person that 
I'm at this phase of my life, I'm not easily upset. Like I'll be like, all right, you know, I'll walk away. And I'm, but I'm a really ignore a person. Like I can ignore somebody down child. Like it don't bother <laughs> me to not, I will block you, not think twice about it. Like it doesn't bother me. Okay. Are you a person that reacts like in those, like physically or like verbally reacts in those, I don't want to say physically like fighting, but like, do you actually react in those situations or just like, all right, I'm not going to give you the power and just walk away? React in what says, like if someone says something and I react to what they said. Yeah. Or, um, I think it also depends on the person. Like, I, I don't know if many people tell people, I tell people all the time that no one annoys me or gets me so upset more than my twin sister. Like, no, no And I don't know why, y'all, because no do she don't do that to me. I don't know why, but it's like, if she says something that don't sit right with me, I am at the utmost level of annoyed. And I, so, y'all, y'all really should believe her when she say this. Cause when I say it, I'm serious. Like, she, like what is no wrong with this girl? <laughs> no one annoys me more than you, and I still don't understand why. Because I allow you to. That is the most to give. Yeah, Allison, speak that, Allison. Yeah. Calm down. But yeah, she annoys me the most. So I feel like with uh, it really does depend on the person. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to work situations and things like that, I'm a quick. Y'all don't notice me, so I'm being professional. I need my job, mm-hmm. so I'm going to walk away. And I have people at work that like to poke, and I was like, I'm just going to be very transparent with you. The longer you say something to me, the hotter I'm going to be. So I'm walking away for a reason. I'm not being disrespectful. I just need a minute. I need a processing moment. Because if I tell tell you what I say right now, this might be borderline. You need to go talk to principal type stuff. So it's like, just go ahead and leave me alone. Let me be. I'm going to walk out of this classroom. Give me five minutes. I'm going to come back. And if I'm still not there, that means just give me a little bit of space. But I think it's really just the situation and the person. Like, I had people who really say something, I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. It, it won't phase me, it won't affect me at all. And that's just, just who that person is. But I do have people who get me there that I try to make sure I tell myself, calm down, don't react, Facts. just hang the phone up, or do whatever I do, because I don't want to go there. Facts. I'll say, like, again, I don't struggle with that currently, but back in the day when me and my baby father was just out here, being toxic, y'all, just being OC toxic, his mom really, and me and my child's father, we lived together, and we got to a really big, I don't even remember when this argument was, we got so many, but his mom, like, pulled me to the side one day, one, because most people that know me personally, they know it's really not in my character to snap back, like, especially the introverted side of me, I just be like, okay, and I walk away and go retreat to myself or something like that, but that was one person that really just took me there, and, and his mom told me something one day I just will never forget. And she said that you really cannot allow people's actions to determine your reactions. Like at the end of the day, when we at them gates and God telling us about what we did and what we didn't do, I can't go to God and be like, yeah, I spazzed on her because she spazzed on me. Like it just don't work like that. And I think that changed like my reactions with people forever. Cause I was just like, yeah, I'm not about to let this little, this, I'm not even gonna be rude. I'm not gonna let this guy like determine my Lord eternity like what and I always just thought like what if my reaction in this situation is the one thing that separated me from heaven and hell and when I started to think like that it literally changed my reactions with and again I do have those moments that it's like I ain't even think about heaven and hell right now but I will say this this conversation probably happened in 2016 and three years three years later I would say that I'm I'm a completely different person like I do not allow people to take me there and I will say like for you Ashley because you you still 
need to work on that with me. I don't know how you rap with other people. It's but only you. She's still snapping on me, y'all. It's you. It's you that gets me like that. Everybody else, I be real unbothered. Unless it's yeah. far away. But you have to be like, ooh. Y'all, I wish I could see her right now. Like, <laughs> It's something about you trying to tell you. Here, take me something different now. Yeah. Well, reactions, I always say, like, this could be, this reaction could be the reaction that literally determines my, determines my eternity. And I had to, like, just start thinking differently when I react with people because I was like, ooh. And me and Ashley, we are similar now, but I used to have that real bad pop-up spirit. Like, I did not care who you were. Like, if real y'all knew us off. growing up, I was the bad twin. Like, real bad. Pop-up. No teacher, you was about to disrespect. I was probably all the eight years old saying you wasn't going to disrespect me. Like, what? Like, I'm four feet tall saying something like that. But it was just really like, I, I got to a point where I, and again, I'm, I wasn't going to let people determine my character. Like, I'm not going to let you. Your reactions make me look like a bad person when I'm really not. So, yeah, that's facts, Ashley. But I'm proud of you. Much love. <laughs> see, see, I'm already getting on my nerves. Allison. Allison. Um, I think for me, the biggest area of growth has been obedience. Um, probably around March or April, I had a situation that happened and I wasn't going to be obedient and it kept presenting itself to me. And so I just said, all right, Lord. Um, And by being obedient, so many doors opened up for me and it made me really think like, I'm not in need of anything and you're still blessing me. And when I obey you, you really bless me. So what if I just really obeyed you all the time? Like, really, what if I just, like, acted the way I'm supposed to act in all situations all the time? And so I became really intentional. And so sometimes when certain things would happen, um, my husband is the one who can take me there. He's the only, him and him and my mother, those are the only two <laughs> that can really, like, get that response out of me. And I became really intentional. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to pop off every time something is said or not done or done the way I, the way I, and the thing is, it's the way I think it should be done. It may not even be right, but like, no, this <laughs> this is the way we're supposed to be moving. Why you not moving? <laughs> and I even said to him, um, probably about two months ago, I was like, this is like the most zen I've ever been in my life. And I'm not even really zen. Like, <laughs> Like, nah, it's been a couple of things. I really thought you was going to go there and you didn't. So I realized like by being intentional and understanding that everything doesn't require re- and a reaction, everybody doesn't require a reaction and everybody doesn't require my time. And so if I feel like, even though you might not take me there, but it's just an, an annoyance, like maybe I need to figure out what it is I should be doing. Because if I'm obeying him, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me that bad. And so I always say this, if I keep taking a test and I keep failing it, I haven't mastered it yet. And so when I'm feeling like, sometimes I'll be like, all right, I feel like I've been here before. Is this the the test? Like how how am I going to respond this time? And I can also tell that sometimes I've tripped some people up. Like you thinking you're going to get one, one reaction or one, one response from me. And some, I just don't say anything. And I think my silence also scares people. Like, if I don't have anything to say, it's like, 
And I'm like, no. No, y'all for real. Because Allison, that person, she got that look, y'all. And when Allison over there nodding her head, you'll be like, oh, what's coming next? (laughs) But I try, my thing right now is, even if it needs to be said, because sometimes I still believe it might need to be said, but my tone and how I'm saying it is just completely foul. And so how do you say what needs to be said, but not in such a foul way? So that's that's the lesson I'm still trying to learn. But I think being obedient, like when I realized just all the the opportunities, I was just like, dang, like how many things did I miss out on just because I wasn't being obedient? Like, ooh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Cause I that kind of like trickles into mine. I think both of y'all's like intertwines into mine, but mine would definitely be like being obedient in a sense, but really like being okay with going against the grain. Like, cause I've realized from a, a very young age that I just I would and I think that I've also seen God move in my family, even as a as a child, like not really knowing what the Holy Spirit felt like and everything. I've always seen God's hand move on my life and my family's life. And this year, like I always have some sort of spiritual New Year's resolution. And this year, my my resolution was really like just being OK with not not fitting into certain crowds. And that really for me, that really meant cutting people, cutting people off. Like and it's not even cutting people off to a sense that. We can't be friends no more. Like, girl, delete my number. We we can't go out no more. But it was like 2018, even though I was still like a homebody, when I went out with my friends, I saw how my friends reacted in situations. Or I saw how my friends just, what they did at parties. or what Like, I really just really monitor people's lives in 2018. And not even on a judgment sense, but I was really just observing people. And beginning of 18 was really just, my goal then was to be more intentional about what God, where God was telling me to go. And it's like, while observing, I, I realized that God was pulling me away from the people that I was most comfortable with. Like he was pulling me away from people that were my ride or dies, like the people that I had been friends with for a long time. And moving into 2019 was really, my goal was to to get more involved in, in like in my church and to really just be, be okay with going against the grain. Cause a lot of people, I'm 23 years old. A lot of people that are my age are not serving in church. They're not going to church every Sunday. They're not like, they're just not doing the things that I'm doing. And I had to be willing to just walk away from friends that really were not, and not walk away, but distance myself from people that weren't trying to live the life that I was living. And it's, I I think that now I could sometimes be a little bit pushy with the faith. Like, just like, y'all know, like, if y'all just really know that Jesus really can change your life. And like, I'm trying to force Jesus on people. And Jesus was like, that's going to come with time. Like you already planted the seed, like the way that you're living, you've already planted seeds in your friends, but don't try to force me on them. Like when they're ready for me, I'll be there for them. Like, and I think that I was trying to do the salvation process for them. And Jesus was just like, no, like that, that feeling that you have, that you feel like you have to save your friends is because you need, you shouldn't be in that space. And 20, like my growth for 2019 was really just walking away from spaces that did not serve me in the way that in the direction that God was really taking me and just being okay with that. Cause I, like I said, I'm an introvert, and when I have like good friends, I don't know. I'll be trying to lose my good friends, y'all, because I don't, I don't bond with everybody. I don't click with everybody. So when I get those ones that I click with, I was like, "Well, dang, Jesus, like, what you want me to be by myself?" Like, and <laughs> it was so funny because it, like, that was really my thought. Like at the once twenty November twenty eighteen ish, that's what was really like. I feel like God was already put before the new year. God was pulling me away from people, and. My actually, like my best friend, we've been friends for a really long time. And we've probably been friends since we were four, but we've never been 
super, super, super close. And I think while God was pulling me away from more people that I was more comfortable with than her, he started to strengthen that relationship. And it's like, literally, when I tell y'all, my best friend is my best friend. Like we, we can sit in the car at 2 a.m. and have like faith conversations and really just help each other through stuff. And I like sometimes when we're talking and we're just literally just literally venting and, and giving each other insight, I literally sit there and be like, God, like I didn't know that this like this friendship was going to turn into this. And I think mm-hmm. that she was really the and what God was showing me that I could take away five things, but the one thing, the one thing that I give you is it's greater than those five things. So it was like, I lost so many friends in this process of just trying to follow God, but he gave me like my best. Well, he strengthened that relationship. With my best friend is like, I couldn't ask for a better friend. That's the, y'all know those friends that you don't call when you know, they're going to tell you not to do something. That's how you know your friends are like good friends. If you like scared to call them, cause you, you trying to go sin. And you know, if I call Shawty, she gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't go. Like me and my best friend have that relationship where it's like, to this point, if we, know, if we trying to do something we're not supposed to do, we don't be trying to call each other because we know we will be like, I got those friends that I called him like, should I go over his house? And they be like, yeah, girl, go ahead, go. I call my best friend. She'd be like, no, what you going over there for? Like, and we, that was really like my big thing. Like God really like gave me somebody that can hold me accountable that I like, that I, I trust. And that really just, I, I don't want to say she's a better friend than all my other friends, but she's a person that's really walking with me on this path that I'm going to. And they, it was just something that they couldn't, they, they just weren't capable of doing at the time. So that was really my, my that was a lot, but that was my growth moment. Just being okay with quality where God has taken me. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Quality over quantity. And my, my best friend is quality. Shout out to you, Shawty. <laughs> Shout out to you, Shawty. I love you. I hear her little soft voice. I'm on it. No, that is stupid. Don't go there. She's really nice with me though. She doesn't like I'm the more assertive one. Like, even though I'm a I'm a, I'm an introvert, I'm really assertive. I'll be like, girl, that's stupid. Why are you doing that? And she'll be like, but I, you, are you sure you want to do it? Like she tells me in a really, really nice way that so I shouldn't be doing something. Like, voice. yeah, she's not started with me at all. Um, but yeah, growth that was growth in big and small ways because they could definitely be considered big and small. Ooh, next question: What limited beliefs do I need to release? Hmm. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Y'all thinking? I am thinking. Y'all, they they got them real ponder faces on right now. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and go. My my limited belief, like, and I know this is probably really taboo because this is a Christian lifestyle podcast. But in some aspect, I feel like I I doubt God. Like the so, um, if you guys don't go to Zion Church, y'all should listen to the message from past this past Sunday on that was the 29th. Mm-hmm. from Pastor Stefan Lindsay. And it was really about like not bidding your hand. And I think that for me, that is a really hard challenge for me. Like I, not, I'm not saying I don't sin, but temptation is like, it's what well, I'll say is as far as like sex and stuff, like all of that other stuff that people struggle with, that's not my, that's not my thing. My, my thing that I really feel like God has disappointed me in is, is underbidding. Like, and like with getting a new job, I've been wanting a new job since I started this job. And I've always felt like, <laughs> y'all like it. I'm so serious. My first day, somebody, like I worked for an alarm company. My first day, somebody got shot. And I was like, oh, Jesus, oh. I can't do this. <laughs> and I started to get so content there that it was like, and then I, like, I'm looking at my resume and I'm like, what I really want to do, like, I don't qualify for it. And I felt like, again, we, people always say this, like God doesn't qualify. Like he doesn't call the qualify. He call he qualifies the call. And I say that, but I feel like sometimes in my heart, I really don't believe it because I'm scared to step out and do certain things because I'm like, that ain't my lane or like, I can't do that. And that's really just my limited belief that I really have to get rid of because it's like, 
God can do the impossible. And why you, why, like you're, you say this, but you're doubting that. Like, mm-hmm. especially with me finishing school, when I like go to financial aid, they like telling me I got to pay all this money to even get back and road in classes. I'm like, all right, Jesus, like, I guess I'm, I'm going to have to find a career. I don't got to go to school. Or like, <laughs> it, gee, and I, every time I feel like I doubt God, he'd be like, Armand, are you serious? Like, did you really just say that to me? And it's like, my limited beliefs, I feel like hold me back so much. Cause I just, I'll stay in one, in one position. I'm scared to move anywhere. Cause I just don't think it's going to happen. And I don't take rejection well. So I'm like, if I don't move there, I can't get rejected. And it's, mm. God is like, girl, like you didn't even try Like you didn't even try So that's really mine. Like just limited beliefs in, in that aspect, period. Gotta go. Um, I think I would piggyback off of that. Definitely limited beliefs, but I think more specifically um, change. I fear change in a very big way. And I'm not sure why, but I know that change for me, like I can feel like God's moving me in a certain position. And just because I'm afraid of that transition and that change, I'll be like, no, 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 I'm good. Like, I know you're saying you want me to go there, but I'm good. And I think that's the thing that I need to let go of moving forward in 2020. Because I feel like even just this past like two, three days, I've seen God, I, I've seen myself worry about something, had on my mind, not talked about it, not expressed it to somebody else. And God be like, I took care of that, boom. I took care of that, boom. And you, and I woke, I look up 20, 30 minutes later, like, I was just worried about this 35 minutes ago. And it was handled instantly. And I didn't even think about it. But I'm afraid for whatever reason for him to open these doors for these things Ooh, and changes good. to be made. And I was like, dang. Like literally after that, although we've heard the message before on Sunday, um, Pastor Stephon, it was like I heard it again. I was like, oh, okay, it's hitting different now. On the way to church, I was like, I'm, I don't feel I'm far. I'm going. I'm a little, I'm a little down and down. I'm a little bit irritated. Rent due. I got, I got all this stuff to worry about. And literally in the process of that message being finished, probably not even five minutes, two different people came with revenue of income to me. In that second, and I was worried about that throughout service. Mm. Like in that, I literally we got up, start speaking to people after service, and one's like, "Here, boom! Here's the hair if you make me wig. I'm gonna cash up you so she finish." Then boom's like, "Hey, what are you doing on New Year's Eve? I want I keep my make." I'm like, in the moment, not thinking about it at all. Mm. I get in the car, leaving church, and I was like. I was just worried about the fact that I mean I need you to get this gas so that I can get to the store and do this work throughout the week. And I'm like, how am I gonna get this gas? I done spent money on this, I done paid this bill and did this. I ain't got enough property to get past the week. And two different people just came and was like, here, boom, boom. And I was like, and even the transition of being able to say, I'm good enough to make a wig or I'm good enough to do so much makeup, like the transition of changing my mind mm-hmm. to believe that I'm able to do these things, even though I, I can know personally I have some type of talent, but for other people to recognize that I'm very, I guess, fearful that what I think is okay is not good for them or doesn't qualify for their level. And God keeps pushing it at me like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I really like this. Go do, can you do this for me? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. well, how much do you charge? I'm like, I don't really charge. I'm like, mine. like, I keep falling back and people are like nah shorty what's up like i got you whatever how much you how much you want not i'm gonna give you 20 how much do you want you're you're worth this quality so it's like dang you really keep falling back and running away and being fearful and be like if i transition if i change from my regular day job if i make a step and leap into doing something different that's not what i went to school for that's not what i've been doing like how is that going to work and it's really like in 2020 i'm really trying to be intentional about 
following, like saying, being obedient and not being afraid of that change and having so much fear that I revert back to myself and be like, nah, God, I'm good. Like, and like deliberately being like, I heard what you said, but I'm good. And it's like, you can't be like that. So it's like trying to tell myself that and keep people around me who can identify that and can have reminders to me when I forget, like, sis, go ahead. It's okay. You can step into this new palm, but it's fine. So I think it's just that that change, that fear, and that obedience wrapped all into one. Like being able to do all of that and really have that trust that God can do it because he's doing it. And I'm still like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, so yeah, that's that would be mine. It's good. I would say mine's would be fear of failure. Um, and then on top of that, being very comfortable. I don't like not being comfortable. I don't mm-hmm. like stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, even with this, when I told my husband I was doing it, someone else had actually invited me to do another one and I didn't do it. And he was like, oh, it was such and such. I was like, no, I didn't do that one. <laughs> and he was like, why? And I was like, Cause, like I, don't, I don't. But it's fear. And, I, and this is part of it for me, stepping out of my comfort zone and making sure that I'm being obedient. Mm -hmm. Like if opportunities are presenting themselves to me. um, And then people, I don't like speaking a lot in public. I hate speaking in public, like with the passion, like, but I'm I'm selfish. I never would have known that, but I think I can tell that a little bit. You'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like that at all. But I was like, it's Armani. That's my girl. Like I feel comfortable. I'm honored. No, I really was. I was like, "I, I can do that. But, I think that that's also, it's not me being obedient because I'm not trusting that he's going to have me in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just my not being, I hate when I go to the grocery store and they don't move the cereals around. Like that, <laughs> like that's, that's how, when I say my comfort zone, like I don't even go to new grocery stores. Like they'll be like, oh, it's a wetness right there. Nope, I'm going to the one over here. Like I know the layout, like but that's bad. Like, it's like, you, you so limited in certain things. Um, and it's like, what am I blocking myself from? And so it's like certain opportunities that have been presented to me. And because, and if I don't feel like I'm ready for it and it's like, when are you ever going to be ready? Like how much, how much reading and researching you going to do? And it's like, you know, I done read this and I got this book and researched this and all of y'all saying the same thing. So when are you going to actually like step out and do it? And so I think that for me for 2020 is like my biggest thing. It's like if if I can just obey and trust that he he has me, which he does, like he's proven it, um, you know, keep that in the forefront of my mind. It won't hold me back. That's good. So our last and final question. So we pretty much on the last question just talked about what kind of in 2019 held us back from all that God has for us. So in 2020, this is like a two-part question. How can you nurture yourself to to be available for what God has for you? And, or like, if you're comfortable sharing, like what, what are some things that you feel like God is, God has told you that, you know, this, you're due season for, and this is the way for you to nurture yourself. So we can, we can flip that back. So what are some things that God has told you, like, 2020 is your season for this. Like 20 season, 2020 is your season for that. But we've already said what we got to get rid of for that for, for us to move forward. But what do we what do we have to do to nurture ourselves to push us towards what God is 
telling us is already right there for us. Y'all get the question? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I'm gonna let you answer first, and I'm gonna tell you. Answer. Oh dang, I gotta answer first. Not think somebody. I think I, think, I think I know. I think I I got what you're saying, and I think Ashley said it. For me, it's surrounding myself that, that with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of touched on this a little bit. I have friends that we have been girls for forever. Like when I needed it, you had me. When you needed it, I got you. But we are in very different seasons of our lives. I still love you. You still my girl. If you need something, and I got it, I'ma still help you. But all of that hanging out, what we used to do or whatever, I'm not there anymore. And so I'm really focused on surrounding myself with other like-minded people, um, making sure that I'm present and ready because you can pray all you want. If you're not prepared when the opportunity presents itself, it's like it's missed. Mm -hmm. And so making sure that I'm prepared so that when those opportunities do present themselves, I'm ready to go. But I can't do it if... I've been on the phone with you for two hours talking about something that has nothing that's edifying your life or mine. And <laughs> that's really... It'd be like that. Yeah, it's like... What are you talking about? Or you, you call me to vent about something and it's like, this is the same scenario I heard six months ago. Ooh, Allison, that's Drop a conversation for another day. Yeah, it's like... So it's like, for me, I, I can't, I can't get caught up into that. Because that's two hours that's taken away from what I'm trying to do yeah. in 2020. And so for me, it's really limiting your access to me mm. for that. Yes. Um, and making sure that I'm not getting sucked into it. It's like if you was dealing with it six months ago, a year ago, however long ago, you won't be dealing with it six months from now. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to give you a good 10 minutes. And then I'm going to be like, girl, my other line beeping. <laughs> I got to go. But I, I have to surround myself with people. And opportunities that are going to help me to get there. And that I can help people get there, too. Because that's the other thing I started realizing. I done gave you numbers to counselors. I done came over there and talked. I done help you move stuff out, move stuff in. It's like, <laughs> I ain't even helping you. Like, for real, I feel like I'm enabling the situation. Mm-hmm. So I also want to be around people that you appreciate what I'm doing and you want to actually adhere to it or at least entertain it a little bit. But if that's not, if that relationship isn't that way... I got a limited. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 really good. Getting into something, girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. Hey, it's some people in mind. Okay. So that's not mine, but I definitely feel where Allison was coming from because I definitely feel like I've been talking to family members and some of my closer friends about the same situation. And I just feel like I've I'm at a different point in my life where certain things don't um get me going no more. Like at the end of the day, I don't feel entertained or feel like I want to kiki about this because I'm like, girl, you need to do better. And when I say you need Jesus, I'm not lying. I'm not joking. I'm being dead right. honest. Not joking. And, People like, be thinking right. I'm playing. They, they, I'm they, serious. they think I'm playing yeah. and it's like, it's I love guys. you. And, I, and I'm like, I want to, I'm trying to be sensitive to the person that I know you are, but at the same time, Sturms, I feel like I'm not your friend if I can't tell you the truth and you're not going to take it. So I feel like you got to evaluate the same way I'm evaluating this friendship at all because it's like, if I can't tell you, sis, you out here looking dumb. And you like, no, I'm not. Just think we're not friends. And yeah. it's like, if I can't tell you that and you have, my, my opinion has yeah. some type of weight, why are we even friends? We just coexisting at this point. So I think that's one thing to hit hard because it's like, not that I want to drop friends off and leave them in 2019, nothing like that. But my time, like as she said, access and availability to me is very slim to a lot of people. 
Like, I've always been somebody who likes to spend a lot of time on myself, but I think it's been elevated since I've, like, kind of really started living on my own and being by myself so much because it's like, I really don't care. Like, not to be rude, not to be mm-hmm. sad. I just don't care about that. Like, I got things to do with. You ain't got nothing better to do. Like, you got a thousand more things to do. I know. So I think, yes, one, limiting access to me. And two, I just think as far as going in to 2020, I kind of want to not only limit the people around me, but like she said, I want to prepare myself more mentally in taking care of me because I think uh, for a very long time, I've been very neglectful of myself Mm -hmm. as far as whether it's in friendships, relationships, just in general, I always think of me last. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to be more intentional about just having me days. And even if I'm in the house all day doing whatever I'm doing, just not being bothered and having time to reflect and think on my own and do whatever I have to do that allows me to answer myself long enough where I'm able to actually think and be intentional about what I'm going to be doing. Because I think I think even talking, I talked to a close friend, um, Natalie, like two days ago, and she was like, you need to self-care day. She was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm leaving church and going to work. She was like, why? I was like, I gotta pay this bill. And she was like, I mean, I get that, but when are you gonna relax? And I was like, I mean, I slept in, I slept a little bit in the day. And she was like, you know, you need to take some actual time to be intentional about making sure you're just okay. And I was like, I think I'm I've been so accustomed, whether it was my lifestyle in school or just me as a person of always running. Like I feel like I'm in a constant race and move and I never stop at the finish line. Like every time I get there, it's another one. Mm-hmm. So I keep going and I'm never taking a break. And I was like, I even shared that I really feel like when I reflect on some past accomplishments, like graduating college, although I felt like, yes, it's a big thing. I literally was excited all the way to the got talking to the stage. The moment I left that stage, I was like, I found a job. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't even basking in the fact that I've accomplished something, that this was a four-year process, that I've lost things, that I learned things. Like, I didn't even take the time to be like, dang, you really got a degree. Like, be excited about that. Spend some time. Like, I was fake excited. To be real honest, I was like, okay, we're going to have fun. We're going to dance around and stuff. Yeah, but in my mind, my mind's like, girl, wrap this up because you need to find a job. And I was like, dang, like, I really let that whole moment go Mm. and didn't even, like, Take a minute to just be like, you did just breathe and pat yourself on the back. Like I I think it's very hard for me to say you did a good job on something Mm. because everybody always I feel like because people expect it of me. If I achieve it, I don't feel like I'm always even if I achieved it for myself. I feel like okay, y'all happy I did this. Now let's move on to something else. I never take the moment to be like. No, you really did something good this time. Or you accomplished this goal. Be proud of yourself. I feel like everybody else is always proud of me, but I'm not proud of myself Mm -hmm. for little things. So I think making sure I'm very intentional about that time and appreciating those moments and being a little bit proud, like not being boastful and prideful, but being proud of moments that happen and don't just let them, you know, fly by. That's good. And I was about to say yours definitely trickles into mine because... Like I want to say, I mentioned it on this episode. I did take a leap out on faith. Well, this, to be honest, if I'm sitting here really reflecting, 2019 has been leaps of faith. Like even if, even if it wasn't like I didn't accomplish or get started on everything that I had on my list, I did a lot this year, and I was really obedient to to what God told me to do. Beginning of 2019, again, I told you I wanted to get more involved, but I knew that I wanted to start a small group. Like. 
And I did start the class. And I also started Queen Esther this this um this year. And it was like I did small group, I started small group class in January. Queen Esther started in March. And those like from March to like maybe June-ish, not even probably like June, because I think small group class was over in April or May. Well, whatever time. I was I just had so much going on that I was like, I'm not I'm not adding nothing else on my plate. And I did the small group class so that I could have the training under my belt. But when I finished it, I had no intention of starting the small group. And my first small group meeting, like I literally like once everybody left, I got I went in my car and I like me and my best friend like tried to decompress and she wanted to get my pick out my thoughts. And I cried because I was like, God, two months ago when if y'all know Terry from, from Zion, the small group director, as soon as we finished class, she was like, all right, well, what day your group will start on? And I was like, Terry, chill. Like, <laughs> girl, I just graduated the class. Like, can I get a second to decompress and like be myself before I like get, my life get into these it? Other people. And I think that in, in a sense, I really underestimated that that was a goal for me. And my best friend, like, so we had a little talk and I think that she could sense that I thought it was a moment, but I didn't know the magnitude of the moment. And she texted me the next morning. I was just like, I don't know if you see this as an accomplishment, but it is like not. And of course, none of this is about me. This clearly the reason that I'm doing a podcast, the reason that I went through Queen Esther, the reason that I'm, I started a small group was really all to give God glory. But in a way, I felt like I was I wasn't thinking of it as giving God glory. Like and she's like, girl, like and my first small group meeting was really, really emotional for me because it was like. I just did a meet and greet because I, I, of course, I wanted to give people a chance to like make sure everybody mixed, make sure everybody wanted to be here. But the insight and the wisdom that came out of the first meeting, like not know most of the people not knowing anybody in the room, it was like, wow, God really, really moved. And I'll say with that, like with that, it was really an accomplishment that I didn't see as an accomplishment until months after it started. Like when people are like texting me, like, this is really something that I needed. Like God is really like changing me and stuff like that. So my thing that, I feel like I have to do in 2020 to just push myself closer to my purpose is really to embrace like probably yours just really embrace where God has me like I feel like like my sister even though because I'm gonna say this publicly your graduation day was really emotional for me because y'all we are twins and I still ain't graduated college I was like dang my sister done did this like I'm crying. Oh my gosh. I was so proud for her. And I think that I could tell. And I was like, oh my God, why are you crying? I could tell that she wasn't as excited because I think yeah. we're not always in tune. Like, we're not always super in tune as twins. Like, we don't really always talk on the same beat. But I think emotionally, we can feel when we're, when each other is off. And in that day, like, I was like, oh my God, like, my sister is really graduating. Like, there's so many people mm-hmm. that don't have, I mean, there's so many people that are getting degrees, but there's so many people that don't have them. And I'm like, this is an accomplishment. I can tell she was just like, doing this little whack dance and I was like girl yeah. like you got a whole degree yeah, and she was degree me down all day and I'm like mm, yeah degree I, me yeah I was just like so I think that 2020 requires me to to nurture myself in a way that it's like I'm proud of myself because I I'm really hard on myself and like I'm like dang I'm 23 I have a baby like I've been I went to college almost six years ago and I still haven't like I'm not even, I'm still like two years away from finishing. And I think that God is like, I'm very critical in the sense, like I always got something to do. Like when people say they're proud of me, I'm like, wow, like I'm still living at home. I still like, I still got all these other things that that I need to check off my list. And God, like when I say y'all probably two days ago, I'm like, because normally the month of December, every day I do a different reflection question just to really decompress and like reflect on the year. And the other day, 
the question was, what are you proud of yourself for? And I, like, I was really sitting there thinking like, God, the be oh, the beginning, yeah, I said I was, well, I did get a new car, but I really minimized that. But I'm like, I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to move out. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And God was like, I heard that, but look at what you did do. And I think that me always looking for the next thing or looking to accomplish every single goal on my list stops me from being appreciative of what I actually did or like seeing it as a milestone. Because I'm like, if y'all go to our church, y'all know that the millennial small groups are rare. Like it's literally like four of them. And there's probably like over a hundred small groups within the church. And that, like, I really did not see that as an accomplishment. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, God told me to do it, so I'm doing it. And my best friend was like, girl, like, do you do you see the what came out of, like, and we've only been meeting for probably six months now. And it's like, do you see what's, what's been birthed out of your obedience and you being, like, willing to, to do this and, like, take that leap of faith? So mine's just definitely just nurturing myself and, like, loving myself in a way that I'm a proud, I'm proud of every accomplishment, big or small. Like, who told me this? I'm I want to say it might have been Janae. Like she's small steps are still steps, and it's like mm-hmm. every time I take a small step, I might not think it's so big and grand, but God is always proud of us when we're doing what He told us to do, and we minimize that so often. It's like because we get, I like I did this, but I didn't do that, and God is like, all right, girl, but like baby steps are still steps. Like mm-hmm. little steps are still steps, and like really just learning to not be so hard on myself and really like just sitting and really embracing like where I am. Cause at the beginning of the 2019, like I knew that those were goals, but you would have never told me first off y'all. I told y'all in the last episode, I've been sitting on this pop, like Christian podcast idea for years. Like God gave me this years ago. And I told you, I woke up one day and was like, God was really like, dang, like you still sleeping on what I gave you. Mm. And I like, I got up and I, went and made my accounts and signed up for the podcast and stuff and I was just like okay like I'm finally going to embrace what God has given me and really be confident oh actually that's probably my thing I am confident I'm changing my whole answer I am confident (laughs) on the outside like I'm confident in my appearance I'm confident in how I present myself in the world like I know that I do look nice but beyond my looks like I'm a really good person when my friends say that they can depend on me I like that means a lot to me but deep down it's like I'm not confident in my ability and how I show up in the world and I think that 2020 is going to require me to to get to a new level of confidence like being confident in your looks really does not matter like I can I can be the ugliest person to somebody and that really just doesn't make a difference and I can really I can be a really good friend while that my friends can like see this confidence I gotta see that for myself and that that's definitely like 2020 is going to require me to really just believe in myself stop underbidding and just like embrace myself and be so confident in what I present. Cause even though there's somebody else that has a Christian podcast, like nobody's going to do this, how I'm doing it. And I have to be, I have to really embrace that. Like this, like, this is me. Like this is something that God gave me that I really was intentional about this space. And it's like, be confident in what I'm putting out into the world and not like second guessing, like, does this sound nice? Or should I pull this back? Like, is this a good thing? And it just really just presenting myself and really like taking on the full armor of God and being present and confident in every like every little thing that I do. Yeah. That's good. I'll every little, everything. Every oh good Alicena. Everything. Everything. Everything that I do. Yeah. That's that's good. That is good. Thank y'all. Thank, Thank y'all for being here. 
thank you guys for your transparency, authenticity, everything else. Um, again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that it really blesses you and it encourages you to nurture. Y'all just actually DM me. What are first question? What are you going to release? What limited beliefs are you going to leave in 2019? And what ways are you going to nurture yourself towards your purpose in 2020? I'm going to be reposting this. So y'all DM DM me or respond under the comments with your questions and your answers. I really appreciate you guys for listening. And um, stay tuned for the next episode. Again, this podcast will be available on all podcasts and platforms. Our Instagram is Millie Walk Talk Podcast. On Instagram at Millie Walk Talk Podcast at gmail.com for email. Um, we're always taking visitors. If you want to come give your insight, your testimony, you want to speak on something anywhere from parenting God's way to mental health in the Christian community, spiritual warfare, whatever you can think of. If you want to join us in any way, please just um, DM or email me. Um, again, that the Instagram is Millie Walk Talk Podcast, M-I-L-L-I-W-A-L-K-T-A-L-K Podcast on Instagram, same on Gmail. And um, one of these young <laughs> lovely ladies is going to pray us out. So, okay. um, so I'm going to pray us out. Um, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this moment. I thank you for being more appreciative of the things that we have accomplished. I thank you for the goals that you have set for us and allowing us to be obedient, to follow through with those things. Let us be open. Let us be in a posture that is willing to accept all that you have for us, Lord God. Let us also present all that we need to do for you. Let us not only bring more people to the kingdom, but let us be obedient. Let us be trusting. Let us not forget that you are simply that you are the, you are best you are impossible of failure so allowing those thoughts and those truths to guide our lives guide our steps guide us in every place that we may enter Lord God I hope that we are prepared as you open the doors first in 2020 that you may not open a door that we you know walk past and don't go through mm-hmm. that we are mentally prepared that we're physically prepared that we're stably financial whatever way we need to prepare ourselves that we continue to be obedient and follow through your steps so that we're able to walk through any door that is open through your god through you god um i just ask that as we all adventure from here that we reflect and continue to reflect in the next day and a half before the new year and that we also kind of just allow our moments and our thoughts to be settled in all that happened in 2019, whether it be good, whether it be bad, whether we may not be completely satisfied that we understand that we were able to have another year of life, that we are breathing today that some people did not get to breathe. Mm-hmm. So that we just be appreciative of those things and don't take them for granted and don't take them lightly, God. I just ask that we continue to walk with you, that you'll be with us all our days of our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you on the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.